If the Torah was given in the Midbar, which means a desert, please clarify why it's called a place of snakes and scorpions, a place where nothing grows, which is associated in Torah literature as a place of Rishayim, a place of evil. So the question is that if the Torah is a good thing, why would it be given in a bad place? And if the place where the Torah was given is good, why is it also called in the Torah? Uh, a desert is a place that has cold-blooded animals that kill, basically. And some of them kill with impunity. Now, first of all, in, 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 Chazal, in Chazal, in Rambam, the Chazal say that Rambam means that the Hilchas that's why the Torah was given in the desert to say that it's hefker, it has no owner. Anybody wishes can come and take it. Um, there's a keser kahuna, there's a crown of kahuna, of priesthood, which is given only to the priests. And if you're not a priest, you can't have it. Nothing you can do to get it. There's a keser malucha, which was given to David the Lazari Yacharov, the crown of kingship, which was given to David the Malach and his family. If you're not from that family, you can't have it. And Kesa Teda's Munach Bekeren Zavis, the crown of Teda sits in the corner. Anybody wants to commentate, call it a little of a Vigita. And the implication here is, in some ways at least, that even a Nanju, a person who wants to live a higher life, a life dedicated to the pursuit of truth, understanding the truth, and practicing the truth, should know that the Teda was given in a desert to underscore, to emphasize that there's no elitism when it comes to Teda, there's no favorite son. It's everybody's, as long as you want it. As long as you're interested in it, the Torah can become yours. The Rashi tells us in the end of the Chumash that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote a Sefer Torah and he gave it to Shevet Levi, he gave it to the tribe of Levi, which is his tribe. Now, that makes a little bit of sense because it says in the Torah, that Shevet Levi, Koyinim and Leviim, are supposed to be rabbis, they're supposed to be made a hero, they're supposed to be a Rashi Yeshiva. There's a special advantage when the great leaders are Koyinim and Levim. And historically, that was very often the case, like the Rebbe points out in the Mishnayis that we say in the Agadish of Pesach, Rebbe Lezer, Nebbe Yeshua, Rebbe Nazariah, Rebbe Kivan, Tarfin. Most of them were Koyinim and Levim. Rebbe Kiva was a Ben Gedim, the rest were Koyinim and Levim. And historically, the Torah was transmitted very frequently through Kayim and Leviim. Abaye and Rava and Rabba were Leviim. They were descendants of Eli. So there is a basis to why Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Teda to his Shevet. But immediately the Jewish people came and protested. Just like they protested 40 years before when Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm going to speak to you and the Jews are going to watch and see it. They're not going to hear. And the Yidin said to Meishe Rabbeinu, if Hashem is going to give us the Teda, He's going to have to talk to us directly. There's no sarsa, there's no arbitrator, there's no lawyer, no in-between. So at the end of the 40 years, when Meishe Rabbeinu is giving the Yidin the Teda, the Yidin say, eh, eh, eh. The Teda is all of ours. Maybe Levi is going to be the judges and the teachers more than others. But it belongs to every Jew and you're going to give the Teda to each one. And Meishe Rabbeinu delighted. Meishe Rabbeinu was so happy to write 12 additional Sefer Tehidahs and to give it to each one of the 12 Shvatim to underscore the idea that the Tehidah belongs to any Jew. And like I said before, in, in very significant ways to any human being, including a non-Jew. Now, that's the Chazal. 
But then comes the Hasidus. And the Hasidus says that a midbar is called Ashalai Yashav Adam Sham. A desert is a place which is not inhabited by any man. No man lives there. Now the simple connotation of no man lives there means it's a it's desolate, it's desiccated, it's dry, it's infertile. And of course we know that in such environment you have uh, creatures that are cold-blooded that live under the sand and come out at night that are very very often venomous poisonous cold and killers so all of that seems to connote something negative but in the Maimonim there's two extremes a place not inhabited by man is interpreted in two extreme ways on the one hand it's considered lower than habitation human habitation is civilizing the world man was created the perp- the jo- created for the purpose amongst other things to bring order to bring community to bring civilization to the creation and a desert doesn't have any of those things and in that way a desert is less than a place of human habitation which of course is consistent with the idea edits in the all those negative things but it's also brought in Hasidus that the desert is called which is higher than another meaning to say that in a different way a desert is a place that represents a presence of Hashem which is beyond what a human being is able to have human beings relationship with Hashem are very sophisticated but they're complex the desert represents a relationship with the Ebishter which is not complex but simple and deep and the Torah has been given in a desert is connected to the latter concept of a desert rather than to the former concept of a desert. The former concept of a desert denotes or underscores the deficiencies of a midbar of a desert as an infertile place, an uninhabitable place, as a negative place. But the latter idea denotes or connotes that the desert is a place which is beyond human habitation, it's above all them. And that the Torah, although the Torah is called Zaysa Torah Adam, the Torah is called the Torah of Adam, and it comes down and it speaks to Adam and manifests in the form of Adam, the real source of the Torah, the real truth of the Torah is Ashallah Yashav Adam Sham, it's higher than the of Adam. So according to Hasidus, the Torah was given in a midbar, but not the midbar which is Erz Techashim Vakravim, Nochash Sarav Yakrav, Vitzimoy Nasher Ein Moyim. But the idea that it's higher than Adam. Because although Torah, comes down to the level of Adam and it speaks to us as we are B'nai Adam there is as the Pasuk says V'day Stefan and Yisrael that is the idea that's previous it's higher than Adam and that's the real source of the Torah and this is the explanation for the Torah was given in the desert